Hello everyone, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. Hope you all are doing good, inshallah. Oh my god, it's been so long. Um, I'm back. So many things have changed. This is a whole, you know, a whole new set has arrived, you know. Got a painting, I've got lights, got a candle, you know, it's gonna be more cozy now. And this episode is going to be, you know, just a chill, laid-back episode. But before we begin, it's been so long. It's been like maybe two months and since the last episode of season two, but now we are back, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, with season three. And season three is big. There's a lot of new changes, as you can see. This is the first official episode on YouTube, alhamdulillah, you know, so go check it out. There'll be video form on YouTube and then, you know, audio form on any of the platforms you listen to podcasts to, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, any of them, you will find me there. But if you want to watch the video, find me on YouTube, you know, check that out. And I'll link that um, YouTube, you know, where my YouTube channel is. I'll link that below and in my link tree. So go check it out. But Alhamdulillah, I'm so excited to be back. I hope you all are doing well. I had such a great vacation, a great summer. You know, I hope you did too. There's a lot to talk about. I'm ready to get in. It's going to be pretty good, inshallah. So I hope you enjoy. Like I said before, this episode is going to be very, you know, laid back, very chill. I'm just going to be talking about, you know, some of my experiences, some things I did over the summer. And inshallah, some of this stuff can help you. And hopefully it'll just have like a life lesson behind it all, inshallah. So I hope you guys enjoy. But yeah, inshallah, you guys will enjoy it. And, you know, this whole episode will give you a new you know, just a new vibe of this whole podcast. Inshallah, you enjoy it. Inshallah, this season three will be full of blessings, you know, and barakah and even more things to come. So also let me know if you like this, you know, setup here. If you like how I'm doing things now, let me know about that. Put in a reply. I want to hear you talk, please, you know. So yeah, let's get into it. The first thing I want to talk about on this, you know, beautiful first episode that I hope you enjoy, like I said before, the first thing I want to talk about is how I started my podcast. Now, you guys never heard about this, and I already passed my one-year anniversary of starting this podcast in August 1st this year. I wasn't able to post anything about it or, you know, do a whole episode about it then because I was out of the country. So now I'm doing it, and I never told you how I began this podcast, how I started it, you know, and the process of starting it. So hopefully you get inspired by this story and maybe even start your own or start a whole that way to someone else, you know? So let's talk about just how I started it. So I think it was, well, what's last year? August 2022. It was August 1st, 2022. And that was the first episode that I posted. And it was the miracles of Fatiha. You know, go check that out. That was my first official episode, which is kind of scary. That was a while ago. A whole year has passed by, subhanAllah. And look at where we're at now. Alhamdulillah. I'm so grateful to Allah. And I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for everything. But so yeah, I started August 1st, 2022. Now, let's go back a little bit. Let's just, you know, take a step back. That whole summer was a whole, you know, growth summer. You know, I was growing. I was maturing. I was learning new things, learning more about Islam. I was connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My iman was growing. That was a time whenever, you know, I found Islam again. You know how um, I feel like there's people who are saying this, like maybe you've seen on TikTok or something else where, converts you know whenever they first get into islam they like are much more stronger in their deen because that they didn't know this in their life before they were not muslim and they didn't know anything about islam but for people who grew up muslim they have to find islam again because you know they get lost and they get tired of it because they get they were growing up with islam so they have to go through that journey again of finding islam all over again that summer was me finding islam all over again you know because i grew up muslim my whole life so i was just finding Islam all over again. And I was realizing what Islam actually is that summer, subhanAllah. So I started reading more Quran. I'd read like five pages a day. I read more Quran. I try to dissect it. I'd wake up early and had like journal and say how like I'm grateful I am to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I would journal to Allah. I'd watch so many Islamic lectures and, you know, read a lot of Islamic books. And I was just like writing notes. I was just out there doing my best. You know, I was trying to become a better person, a better Muslim for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now, how I got the idea of this podcast, me and my mom were working at this place, you know, alhamdulillah, we were working together, which is really cool. But we were working at this place and it was just us in that whole area because all we had to do was just like clean some things, you know, here and there. It wasn't that much, but it was just me and her, you know, just doing our thing so you can listen to your music or listen to podcasts, listen to lectures. And th that summer was like the second time of us doing it. 
so we did it before during like winter break so like december and that time i was just listening to music a lot and just you know singing it or whatever because it was just me and her you know i was just listening to music and my vibe that whole time but this summer whenever the second time we were doing that job I was like, I'm not going to waste my time anymore listening to music. You know, what a waste of time just listening to music and singing it. There's no benefit happening to me, just a big waste of time. So I was like, why not? Why Why shouldn't? Why don't I just, you know, listen to podcasts, Islamic podcasts or lectures, you know? So I started listening to I found a bunch of podcasts out there that were so nice and so, you know, uplifting and inspiring. So I'm a shout out to them right now. First of all, the first one was um the digital sisterhood oh my god that podcast is so good mashallah like may allah bless them and put barakah in their podcast because that changed me it was so beautiful she had like beautiful stories her name is uh Adar. i forgot oh my god i'm so sorry but um i haven't listened to a while because i've been super busy but the digital sisterhood really changed my life because the stories that she was sharing in like her episode she'd have guests on and you know they'd stare they'd share beautiful stories about their life and the challenges they went through and these challenges were huge they're talking about people in their lives dying you know just suicide a bunch of different challenges that us muslims we can go through and how they overcame it and just some beautiful things how they started their islamic journey and you will be crying in some of those episodes like i was in tears i remember i was like um in class one day listening to the episode i i had to hold back my tears I, like I needed to leave because it just hit me so hard like oh my god this actually happened to somebody so I really recommend you to go check out the digital sisterhood because it is so inspiring it is so beautiful and I was just like oh my god this is beautiful so that was one of the podcasts that I was listening to the second one also really really changed my life changed how I was doing things how I perceived things this one is the mindful muslima oh my god I feel like I haven't heard a lot of people talking about her but like subhanallah she is incredible she changed my life she's like a mom with like five kids and has a whole um like non-profit organization just helping sisters and she's like t like um balancing all of that while still staying on her dean and she just does a lot of like how to how to tips you know how to stay patient like how to get rid of like overwhelming feelings how to not have anxiety anymore how to stop being a people pleaser like all those things like why waking up early is like good for you and like just a bunch of how to and a bunch of just inspiring things that you can also um integrate into your life so it was so nice listening to hers because i'm like oh i'm gonna start doing that the next day so she also inspired me to start waking up early she inspired me to start journaling you know she was the one who made me want to get up early and journal and just reflect and now i have like a notebook full of just reflections because i was journaling she also inspired me of like how great like gratitude is and that's why i started writing you know how grateful i am every morning she inspired me you know to do so much just to see a different side of things to be grateful to just not really be a people pleaser anymore stop overthinking and stop being so overwhelming and have anxiety and being nervous around many things or stop being stressed out she really changed my life now it was her podcast that really inspired me to start my own podcast subhanallah i also recommend you please go check out her podcast may allah put barakah and both of their podcasts and bless it with you know so much so much love and respect and mercy like their their whole podcast changed my life and that is what i want to do with this podcast as well because the mindful muslima in one of her episodes i was listening while i was working with my mom you know so backtrack again i was working with my mom and i was like okay i'm gonna listen to these podcasts so i was listening to sometimes a digital sisterhood and i was listening to the mindful muslima now this day i, I don't even remember what day it was but i just know it was over the summer before august 1st now i was listening to mindful muslima and i forgot i really don't know what episode it was but she was talking about leaving a legacy like what actually stays like a legacy is something that actually stays how you can impact this world after you die and that is just leaving a good legacy so even like teaching or like uh releasing a whole islamic book you know helping people out here leaving a legacy where people remember you for helping them people remember you for reminding them about allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and i was like whenever i die i want a legacy i want to leave something behind so people can keep you know i can keep getting rewards from people listening to me still or reading my book still or just you know i'll be i do something that whenever i die it will still stay around so really i really wanted to do that and alhamdulillah i really thought of this podcast i was like 
oh my God, I should start my own podcast. And I'm so, so grateful that I did. I started a podcast. I was like, the podcast sounds like a good idea, but I don't know how I'm supposed to start it. I really don't know like where, what like website, what place am I supposed to go to start this podcast? I had no clue. But the thing is, I the next day, or that next night, I did istikhara. Like, if this, if I should start a podcast, yeah, it'll be like guide me the right path, choose for me what is best for me, and if it's not good for me, keep it away from me and keep me away from it. And you know, and if it is what is best for me, facilitate it for me and bless me with it. You know, and I did that, and I kept doing istikhara. Like, if I should do this podcast, and then a couple of days later. I was telling my brother about it, like if I should start this podcast, like, oh my God, I'd be able to help people out there. And even when I die, my episodes will still be out there and it'll just be a fun thing to do. And it'll be so beneficial for me and my listeners. And Alhamdulillah, it is. Alhamdulillah, it is. But that day, my brother was like, I was telling him, sorry, I was telling him how I don't know where to go. How do you start a podcast? But he was, and then he told me, I know like a website or like an app that you can, you know, start your own podcast. He said it's called like Anchor. And I was like, oh, what is this? And he was like, it's so easy. You can start it. It sounds like a whole ad that he was telling me, but low key, it really was because I did do it. You know, he was like, you, it's so easy. You just record it and then you can upload it. You can edit it, you know, and you can get money sometimes off of it. And I was like, oh my God. So I checked it out and I was like, this is perfect. So alhamdulillah, that, you know that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I did the istikhara like the night before or like a couple nights before and I kept doing it. And now this podcast thing was coming easy for me. You know, it was starting, I was getting the website to do it. I was doing this, I was getting ideas. And, you know, I was already on my laptop trying to just like come up with, come up with titles, you know, to come up with things in like uh, a cover page of what it was going to be about, you know, the whole trailer, what I want the podcast to be about, who the audience I want to be. I was writing all of that down. I was still doing istikhara and all of that. And everything came easy, alhamdulillah. And you know that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know that is a sign from Allah. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Like, subhanAllah, I think about it to this day you know just how and now it's been a whole year it's been more than a year now you know today's like what i don't know it's like august 18th right now or 17th and that was what 18 days ago or 17 days ago like subhanallah it's been almost a year and 17 days since i started the podcast and look at me now look how many people are watching it listening to it and subhanallah i'm just so grateful to allah that i just started off from you know down there i was getting advice from my family members of what i should do and i'm so grateful for my brother for telling me about where i can record this podcast because if it wasn't for him i would not be able to do you know do any of this because i was like i don't know where to do it because a lot of you know other platforms and websites they make you pay and stuff like that and i didn't have money then and i was like i'm not gonna pay for that but alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came through you know he gave me my brother to give me this website alhamdulillah so i was still on my laptop designing things designing a title what my title page will be what my name would be like in the podcast what the background the cover page and i even had another name i don't even know if i want to say it but like I had another name for this podcast and I was like, I already made a whole thing. I already put it up on Anchor and I was already, you know, set with that name. And then I was like, um, I already made the trailer with that name. And then I did Istakhara again and again and again. And I was like, I don't know about this name. I don't know about it. So I then got peace of mind. I just, I don't know. I was like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who can give you peace of mind. That's what was in my head. And peace of mind was just like, yeah, I really like that. And inshallah, I can also, you know, Allah will use me to give you guys peace of mind. And that's what he's doing. And that's what he did. Alhamdulillah. So peace of mind was the name. And then so I scratched the other name, deleted all of that, came up with a whole new design, a whole new title for peace of mind. There was so many things I had asked my brother, is this, does this look good? My family members, does this look good? Does this look good? You know, doing istikhara. Remember, keep in mind that I'm constantly doing istikhara. I'm praying to Allah to guide me, to guide me. And I also want to remind you, that's how important istikhara is, you know, just to ask Allah for guidance. It's so it's so important and it's so powerful because look how look how smooth this all is you know if allah has facilitated it for you and you know if this is what is good for you if you do if you pray istikhara you ask allah to guide you about that one thing and you see a couple of days later it's starting to come and you know it's being very smooth and that's what you know that allah has granted that because it is what is best for you but then if you're praying istikhara and there are some you know 
rocky road, something's not going right, you know, this is not doing good. And it's Allah telling you that that's not a good choice, you know, don't do that. But this became all smooth for me, alhamdulillah. I figured out the name, got the design, already made an Instagram, all of this, all of that. And alhamdulillah, I found an idea of how, what to record for the first episode because the miracle of Fatiha, I was like, oh my God, I could talk about Surah Fatiha because Al-Fatiha is the opening of the Quran. I should use that to open my podcast as well, to talk about the miracles. So I got that idea again, and that is from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Again, I'm so grateful to Allah for that. And that video, I remember I was watching it, it was Noman Ali Khan. He was talking about the miracles of Fatiha. And I listened to it like a week ago or something, not like recently, but then like that summer, like a couple of days ago. And I remember the, whenever I was about to film the first episode, I was like, that was a really beautiful, you know, lecture that Anoman Ali Khan did and I really want to share it with you guys and it just works out perfectly that it's Al-Fatiha and I'm opening my new podcast so I use that you know so go check out that episode you know it brings back memories it's the first day I was scared because as a person I don't me I don't really talk a lot you know I'm a very quiet person and I feel like I'm not really good at talking so also I was telling Allah like I don't know why, why me, you know, why would you choose me to do this? Why would I do it? And I remember I also listened to something. I think it was a digital sisterhood who were saying like, don't say why me, you know, like it can be you, you can do it. Don't let anything stop you. Cause it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who can let you do it. You know, you, there's nothing wrong with you. Don't say why me, just say Alhamdulillah. How can I do this then? Don't say why me? Cause that's what I was saying. So whenever I listened to that, don't say why me? I was like, you know, I'm just gonna do it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he'll help me along the way if it is what is best for me. And that's what I did. Look at me now, Alhamdulillah. So I just, you know, in my head, I was like, I'm not good at talking. I feel like I have grammar problems. I stutter. And I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I stutter still, you know, I'm scared to talk, but then that first episode, everything came easy still. And I still continue to do it. I that was all from shaitan, the why me and all of that, just to stop me from doing something good. So I just said, you know, I'm just going to do it. No more why me. I'm just going to ask Allah to help me along the journey. And then I just made my first episode of the miracles of Surah Fatiha. Go check it out. So yeah, that is basically, that is basically how I started my podcast August 1st. August 1st was the date. August 1st, 2022 was the day that I started this podcast. And alhamdulillah, it is August. I think it's actually August 19th. I don't really remember remember the day. But now it is like, say it's August 19th. It's August 19th, 2023. It's been a whole year and a couple of days. And alhamdulillah, I have you listeners now. I have, you know, people who actually want to listen to me. Alhamdulillah, that's all from Allah SWT. And I'm actually helping people. And I... I'm inshallah leaving a legacy so when I die that there still be my episodes out there that people can listen to and I will still get reward inshallah and if you share this episode too if you share this whole podcast you share that it'll be a whole chain of just barakah and rewards inshallah so I'm so grateful for you guys and I'm so grateful for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thank you so much so the next thing that I wanted to talk about was also another experience of mine during that summer like I told you before that summer was such a big growth period for me you know I was just learning so much about my own religion about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about this deen and I was just becoming a better person a better Muslim alhamdulillah I'm so grateful for that summer like really because then school started you know I think school started like a day or two after I posted that podcast that first episode of the podcast so you know I was like I was always like a people pleaser, maybe, or I just always wanted to fit in, you know, so that summer I was like, I'm going to, or like, yeah, that summer I was like, I'm going to dress more modestly, you know, I'm going to try to do that. So during school, and keep in mind that my school is literally like all white people and um, mostly like predominantly white people, and I'm the only hijabi like in that school, maybe like one or two, but they always never stay, like I'm always the like only hijabi in that school so I was just like I don't I don't want to care about what people think you know I'm different I was trying to embrace the fact that I'm different and I'm not like them you know I was didn't want to please them anymore because I wanted to please only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only him not anybody else because nobody else matters so I started dressing more modestly I was covering up more um I started wearing I started wearing a dress to school you know and that might not be such a big thing for you but like in my school all these people are not like dressing like correctly like all these freshmen or people in ninth grade tenth grade you know they're not dressing like appropriately sometimes or just like modestly so wearing a dress was also a big deal for me because I would be wearing like you know baggy jeans and like uh, a blouse on top or something but just wearing I just decided to wear a dress you know just to be a little more modest about it and I think I wore 
adjust and then I also like I think like a week later I started just wearing an abaya I just wore an abaya like once you know and I was like oh my god it feels nice you know not to care about what people think about you knowing that you are not like them so you don't really have to fit in you know and subhanallah it felt really nice it felt really really nice and I also want you to keep in mind for that that for yourself you know that the only person or the only thing that you have to please is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala people Right now, they don't matter, you know. On the day of judgment, you're gonna be looking out for your own self, nobody else, and them too. They're not gonna be looking at you or just judging you or any of that. Everyone is for them own selves. You don't need to be worried about what people think of you, right now, because the only per- thing that matters is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. At the end of the day, He is the only one. His face, I think it's in the Surah Ar Rahman, you know. Um, you know, he's his only his is the only face that is left after on the day on the end of the world. You know, his face, Lord of Majesty and Honor, his face is the only thing that will be left on. You know, whenever this whole world is done, whenever everyone is dead, his face is the only one. He even says, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, like he is the King of all kings. He's gonna wrap the earth up, you know, in his hands and say, Where are all the kings that used to say they were kings? So. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one that will you need to care about. Keep that in mind. You only need to please him. You do not need to please other people because they are not going to do anything for you. They're not going to be beneficial for you. You don't need to care about what these people think. You don't need to care about them. But you just need to know, maybe take advice from them, you know. But that's only different. It kind of depends because if they are coming after you saying, oh, you're ugly, da-da-da, come join a group and they're bad people, don't go after them. Don't care about you. It doesn't matter about being ugly, being pretty. None of that matters, you know. Just keep Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your heart. But if someone here that is actually caring about you and looking out for you is giving you advice, I'm not saying to not care about them and do that, but they're actually trying to help you, you know. That's constructive criticism. They're really trying to help you and they're looking out for them for you so take their advice that's something totally else something else but i'm just talking about you know being a people pleaser and joining bad groups and doing bad things just to please people don't do that you know just focus on only pleasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do things that will please him reading the quran doing dhikr you know praying on time do those things you know don't worry about the other people so that's what basically i started tried and started to do but then i also realized that i always want to fit in you know with the people and i didn't really I didn't get it through my head that I am different because I was trying I know I was wearing the hijab you know I was I was a practicing Muslim and I still am and you know I was still like reading the Quran and all of that and praying on time whenever I got to school I was like pretending kind of that I'm exactly like them you know but like not doing the bad things where I was just not really acknowledging that I was different I don't know how I don't know how to explain it but like I wasn't like following them but I was in my own lane you know I was doing like I was practicing, I was reading the Quran and praying and all of that, but I was just, you know, not really, like, I never really talked about um, Islam, you know, to my friends. I never really, like, prayed whenever, I, like, we like we were hanging out. I had to, like, pray. I would, like, go into a room and I wouldn't really say anything to them because I was scared, you know. I just wouldn't, like, embrace the fact that I'm Muslim and that, you know, I have a deen and I'm proud of it. I was not really doing all of that. But let me tell you about this one friend that I had. I'll just shout out to her. She knows who she is if she listened to this episode. But she honestly changed my perspective of, you know, being a Muslim in a whole non-Muslim school. But my friend, subhanAllah, she she came from Saudi Arabia, you know, and um, she she yeah, she came from Saudi Arabia, so she was kind of like an exchange student, so she wasn't staying that long. But like, it was it was really nice having her in my school in the same, you know, in one of my same classes with her. And I just see her starting to, and she wasn't even wearing the hijab then, you know, she wasn't wearing the hijab, but I saw her in one of my classes. She went to go ask the teacher, like, and she had her whole prayer mat and her hijab and her like, you know, praying hijab and all of that. And she went to the teacher to ask him, oh, can I go to like the library and go pray? And I've never really seen that before, you know? I haven't done that ever. It wasn't long whenever school ended and then Dohur was praying, so I'd just wait till um, I go home and then I pray Dohur. But she went to the teacher to ask him to pray, maybe even Fajr. She'd go there and she'd like ask the teacher to pray, like, you know? And she just didn't care what people thought. She didn't care about what the teacher thought. She was just pleasing Allah SWT. And I was like, wow. Wow. And she'd be like saying, you know, Islamic things out loud, teach people Islam. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. SubhanAllah. I know it's bad, but 
I haven't really seen that before because I was just quiet about my whole religion. I was not talking about anything. And something else that she even did, she even brought um, Arabic coffee for her teachers to try. She was bringing a whole pot and she was just walking around with like cups and she was going to her teachers and like giving them a cup to try and they were liking it. She did not care and that really inspired me. I was like, oh my God, why do I care so much about what people think? I should be proud of my religion. I know I'm not like them. I am not like them. You know, I have my dean, you know, I go my way and they go theirs. I should not keep, you know, hiding my way and then just following their way. No. So I was like, oh my God, like, subhanAllah, you, like, you inspired me. And then later on, she started wearing her hijab as well and all of that. And she was asking me questions and I was like helping her out with that. But like, she really just like changed the way I saw things at school, you know, like that. And she made me reflect on how I was at school before she came. And I was like, Oh my God, I was really trying not to acknowledge or embrace the fact that I was Muslim. You know, I just kept hiding and not talking about Islam, but she really motivated me and inspired me to be proud of my religion, you know, be proud of my Islam and talk to people about it if, if they ask questions, you know, and just like maybe even just say things in Arabic, like say mashallah a lot and say like alhamdulillah and all of that. She inspired me to just start doing all of that. So what I'm trying to say here is the people that you surround yourself, you know, they are very important. Whoever you sound, you surround yourself with, you know, will change who you are. Will change. They will definitely change who you are. Be, you know, and if you are around good people, they will make you do good. If they do good all the time, say like Muslims, say you're around like a good group of Muslims who are, are going around and making you come, like making you read the Quran, you guys a whole Quran group, or you guys go to the masjid a lot, stay around them because they are bringing you closer to Allah SWT and they will change you, you know? And like Muhammad said in the hadith, uh, a person is on the religion of his friends, you know? So even if your friends are doing bad, all doing non-Muslims, you know, atheist, any of them, you are still on the religion of them as well, you know? And if they still, you know, maybe you can still be around them if they're not doing any like bad things, bad things, you know, but still that doesn't matter because they will still have an influence on you. You need to have good people around you that make you happy, make you do good, make you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I, grant, I ask Allah to grant that for all of us to have those good group of friends that brings us closer to him. I mean, so, yeah, that is what I want to talk about in this you know, section of what I experienced. But that girl, subhanAllah, may Allah bless her and put barakah in her life because she really opened my eyes to see a whole new view of something of what I was doing wrong and how I should just change it and be happy and proud about my Islam. And maybe if this is happening to you too, you can learn a thing or two from this, you know, or if you are that friend that is going around, you know, not caring, asking the teacher to go pray. And you are also, inshallah, you will be motivating or inspiring someone else in that class that you're friends with that aren't doing that, you know? So you could be me in that position or you could be my friend in that position. But the main point is that friends are very important and very you know sometimes very scary like the people who you are around with around can really have a big big influence on you so you have to be careful who your friends are choose correctly choose wisely and ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you with who you're to to pick your friends for you you know you have to ask him to help you know which friends are good and which friends are bad which friends that will help you bring him closer to you ask him to grant you friends that are righteous and that will bring you closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know so that is very very important now um the next thing that i want to talk about was what the main thing that i did in nigeria so i don't know if you know this i don't think i posted anything about it maybe i did i forgot i don't think i did but the main thing that I did this summer, this summer, 2023, and why, you know, I left for a while, like I left for three weeks after season two, and now I'm finally back. But why I left was because I was traveling and I went out of the country and I went to Nigeria. Now, I don't know if you guys know, but I am Nigerian-American. So like my parents were born from Nigeria, but we were born in America. But still, you know, basically Nigerians because, you know, our parents were born from Nigeria. So we basically went back home you know my parents saw their parents saw their family we saw all of our families like me and my siblings and we also went there for a very very important thing we went there for my sister's wedding alhamdulillah may allah bless their relationship but we went there for my sister's wedding and it was very eye-opening it was super fun and it was my first time basically being out of the country because the last time we went to nigeria i was i was like four years old so I really don't remember anything. It's been 12 years since we went. We went like 2011. Now it's 2023 and we just went. 
we haven't been at least me and my siblings have not went since 2011 but my parents they went like six years ago i think um so they like seven six years ago they went six years ago so they haven't been back since six years but us we haven't been back since 12 years so it was a very big change and as a four-year-old you can't remember that much but i know there's a bunch of things where i was like when whenever i went this time i was like oh my god i remember that smell like there's like these senses that you remember like oh i remember that smell i remember this or that or that and i had that right now but it was just so eye-opening and like beautiful like i miss it so much get to get to know everyone in my family because then i probably knew them they knew me but like coming back here and actually getting like a good memory i forgot what happened a lot forgot what happened in nigeria and just like a bunch of just face face times with like my family but i wouldn't know anybody you know i'd be like what's their name again my mom would have to be explaining like who my uncles and aunts were or my cousins and now i got to go home and meet all those uncles and those aunts and my cousins you know and like nephews and nieces it was just so it was so nice so beautiful and now i have a face and a name for them and you know how you say like sometimes like the best thing is having your cousin as your best friend now living in america before i went to nigeria i was like i don't really got any cousins i don't know anybody like i don't got that cousin best friend relationship type thing and i was like ugh, that's sad but whenever i went to nigeria i was like oh my god i have so many cousins like there's like more than like a hundred plus a hundred plus maybe even 200 500 plus i don't know i can't even i don't even remember like all of their names because it was too much but i have so much cousins, so many cousins alhamdulillah but now i can actually know like some of them and some of them are actually like my age and we became best friends because of that whole trip and it was just so nice because then i was like i know what they're talking about now that your cousin is like your best friend and now we can also talk you know i got their number and all of that so it was really really nice just to go back and just reconnect with your family and just rekindle some like you know nice things alhamdulillah and of course my sister's wedding was beautiful we got like a cultural wedding it was really nice and beautiful because you know we literally went home for her wedding subhanallah so it was really nice now i want to talk about you know how <laughs> i want to talk about before we got there i guess before we got to nigeria and some things because there was it was very hectic this is a story about like in the airport in ethiopia so we went from where we were where we're living now i'm not gonna say to um actually yeah we went to the airport was like in some place in the state and then we went to ethiopia and then to nigeria now from where you are now from america to ethiopia that flight was like 14 hours it was super long it was so long but it was like i was sitting in the window seat because i never you know i never was on a plane before so everyone was like oh mira this is your first time you know da, da, da. my mom was just like oh keep watching out the window and she was telling me how it feels whenever the plane goes up and when the plane lands and i was like excited about that looking out the window it was a very nice experience alhamdulillah and all of this was just a blessing from allah and i'll get into that later but so the flight from here to Ethiopia was 14 hours. It's really nice, really chill. We were watching like movies and stuff. And there's like this baby crying in the back. Of course, it always has to be. But it was just, you know, I was like, I feel bad for the mom and all that. But it got quiet. It was just, it was a long flight, but it was nice. I wasn't complaining. But whenever we got to Ethiopia, I forgot. Like Brentwood River, we landed. We were still on the plane. Our flight was like, our next flight from Ethiopia to Nigeria was like, was five hours and it was like 25 minutes away from when we landed like we had to get we had to get on that plane like 25 minutes later because i'm pretty sure i think we landed around like eight or we started getting off the plane around eight and our next flight was like 8 25 so we were all stressing out there was like a lot of people on the plane so it was taking like extra long for us to get off the plane and we we're all like looking at the time and it was like very it was very stressful as the first time it was a lot of yelling it's like let's go let's go and we finally got off the um we got off and people were moving and getting off the plane we got off we we're basically like running we had to figure out where the gate was we were running to the next flight my sister i don't know like my we have a little i have a little sister she's like five years old so she's carrying her own stuff like we have to carry it for her we're telling her to go all of us are going like we have to go through a bunch of like escalators find this place we like we're, it was very very rushed you know and i know my older sister the one who was getting married she was like i just i remember i was being on the escalator with my bag and i could just see her like 
across like down past the like down the elevator and past a couple of people were just running to the place and i was like okay she's gone but she's gonna make there make sure that like we can get there early and we we're just like chasing after her like it was so chaotic but you know looking back at it now it was funny it's fun you know but then i was stressed out i was shaking and you know we were like running there but alhamdulillah alhamdulillah even the security, we had to go through security and all of that, but alhamdulillah, nothing stopped us, nothing bad happened, nothing that like made us delayed or we didn't even miss our flights, alhamdulillah. We got there on time because, I don't even know if it was on time, maybe we were like 10 minutes away from boarding, but there was a whole group of people who were waiting to get on that. So if like we, like we had to go on a bus to get to the flight and there's still a whole group of people waiting to go on the bus. So I was like, if we made it to catch the bus and I think we're good, alhamdulillah, that was on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like alhamdulillah, we made it to that. So we had to get on this bus, I think that was like the first time being on like an actual like public bus, you know, because I feel like it was like the one where you have to hold the thing to because it's like moving and you're standing and all of that. So we got on that and then we got on the flight. Alhamdulillah, everything was nice and smooth. But right when we got on that flight, it was five hours from Ethiopia to Nigeria. And right when we got on that flight, everyone just knocked out, just sleeping. So, because <laughs> we're all tired, it was so stressful. But everyone was like having a headache. I remember I was shaking. I was like, I need some water. Like, I can't talk. My throat's dry. But alhamdulillah, we made it. We got the water all settled. And then we arrived in Nigeria. A bunch of photos were taken. Like, ugh, it's so beautiful, mashallah. Like, ugh, I miss it so much. It's so cultural shocking, you know, to just just see a whole nother environment, a whole nother culture, not living in America, just to see how people live. And it was just, it was really beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. And especially talking about a different environment, let's talk about the driving, the driving in Nigeria. I don't even know if you guys want to know, like not want to know, but it's just, it was, let's just say um, it's very skilled. Like the people who drive there are skilled. Like, I don't know if like a regular person from like maybe America could drive there at all. Maybe from Saudi, maybe no, from like how the driving, but like the driving there was insane. But I was very amused by it. I know my sister and like my older sister, my older brother were like, oh my God, bismillah, bismillah. I was like, how does this happen? Because there's so many accidents that could have happened, you know, on the on the road. Like coming, there's so many accidents just that could have happened. Like even right whenever we landed, our uncle, we had a whole reunion. He picked us up and we left to go back to like his house. And we just got the first hand driving of Nigeria. We just got it already. Cause we had a, there's no stoplights except only a some, but there's like only one in one place, very little stoplights. And there's no stop signs as well. No stoplights, none of that. But people are like crossing the road, going like in and out of like, just moving across cars, you know, while cars are just like bumper to bumper, you know, they're literally like right behind each other. And there's some that are like cars just left and right. But then you're also turning onto like a whole new road while cars are like oncoming and you have to like just squeeze in. And that's like also what we realized that cars can make it like cars are small. Like, I don't know how they did any of that because that's skilled driving. Like there's some skilled driving where you have to maneuver and just go through places. Like if you think a car can't do it, it probably can here because in Nigeria, it was like there were multiple multiple accidents that could have happened but no accidents and we asked our uncle like how many accidents happened here he was like barely none none and they're like they, i don't know how to explain it but they look like they're about to like even no no people getting run over anything but like they were so close to each other even the people like the people would be right in front of the car while the car was like moving it was just crazy and there's also like these mini taxis in it with like pe people inside like a taxi you know and they're like mini and they're small and they're just moving maneuvering around the whole road and all of that but no accidents and i was telling him how in america like people are spaced out you know everything has rules and regulations but we still get in like so many accidents man so that was that was very crazy and that was a big culture shock whenever we first got to nigeria so that was intense, but I know I was really amused by it. I was like, how does this happen? But now I have a whole good memory of how, you know, Nigeria works and all of that. And also remember whenever we got home to like his house, we had a reunion. It was so nice and beautiful. Ugh, I miss it. But whenever we got there and I remember like I woke up or whenever we first got there, took a shower and just like we're ready to eat. I felt like I was sore on my arm, my shoulders were sore because I had like my bag to carry and my suitcase to just like pull and I was sore everywhere. I was like, oh my God, that was a full workout because we were running with our bags, we're carrying our bags, things are slipping, but we have to like just keep going because we didn't have time. So it was just, it was a very beautiful experience. And what was even more beautiful was, you know, um, the wedding. <laughs> the wedding was even more beautiful. You could just see how like the Nigerian weddings happened because my sister was like, 
my sis older sister who was getting married was like i'm just gonna see like just do like the nigerian culture wedding like see how they do stuff so we had like this um women's pre nikah thing it was on friday and it's called like the camel so it's like a bunch of women just there and you know just a bunch of pictures are taking you can eat and dance and all of that before the nikah actually happens so we had that like me and my cousin were just like getting my sister ready it was just really nice and fun like in our in the room and then we had to like take her out walk her outside and everyone's like taking videos it's just really beautiful so that happened and then the nikah day happened where um only the men went to the nikah because just too many people. Um, so they went, and so they had nikah while Afnan, or my, my sister, you'll meet her, her name's Afnan, while she was, um, she was, she was getting ready to like go. She was wearing white and gold. It was just really beautiful. And then we had like the after party, which is like the walima, where all the women come around and just go like get ready, or all the women come around and you can also dance, take pictures, eat also that too. But that was like, the wedding the wedding because like they were official then so like we had that we were dancing she was wearing her white dress you know we it was just so beautiful there was a sunset because we were like outside and it was beautiful scenery it was just such a beautiful wedding and everything everything went so smooth alhamdulillah like like so many things could have went wrong but like then it was like kind of stressful because you know she had like three changes that one day of the nikah it's like she had to like get that white with white dress right after the nikah ended and then she had to change it to this gray dress for pictures and then you had to change back into this other white dress and we had to keep getting her ready and ready it was very stressful because the people were calling us like come on come on but like everything went smooth you know alhamdulillah everything was just a blessing from allah everything went perfectly nothing went wrong you know and also a bunch of um i guess there's a lot of like in a lot of weddings or big crowded places people's like phones get stolen people steal things and all of that so that's what we were scared about we had to keep like Afnan, my sister Afnan, she didn't even bring her purse because like you know she doesn't know where to keep her like her she doesn't want her phone to get stolen especially like the bride and if you had a purse just keep it close to you and like zip it up but no one's phone nothing no one even complained about anything happening no one's phone got stolen none of that like that is all a blessing from allah SWT. alhamdulillah like everything went smooth like that subhanallah that really just like we like came back home you know to our home now here and we we're like alhamdulillah like, everything went smooth in the way it was planned because allah planned it for us and just everything was perfect you know and now she's living the life and she you know i mean allah bless her and her relationship with Baraka in it but yeah so yeah that's a little bit of what happened in nigeria just a bunch of i realized how important family was you know whenever we went because also our uncle was helping plan basically the entire wedding you know he was out there helping us plan the whole thing without him we could not plan any we could not do anything without him because you know it's a new place we don't know anything but like he was just helping us he made the invitation cards and all of that without him nothing you know nothing none of that would happen and we had my mom's like grandma and her my aunts as well on her side you know helping with a lot of things our my aunt on my mom's side like did our hinna like we got our hinna done like professional she's like professional hinna and it was beautiful and it was just like everything we didn't even need to you know pay so much for that but it was just everything was beautiful and everything worked out perfectly we got our family members just helping us and that is how important family is you know that's also for you to keep in mind that you know hold on to your family that is what is very important if they are you know very helpful to you and giving you advice like take their advice listen to them your family they're the one thing that you know they'll they'll always be there for you friends sometimes come and go but like family will always stay i know you hear that but it is very very true because without them we couldn't have done anything in nigeria and right now i miss them so much but may allah bless them and our whole family you know in nigeria subhanallah amin, amin. all right so the last thing you know last section that i want to talk about is just not really a talk about but just a q a so i asked you guys like to send in questions and i chose two questions that i'm going to answer today just real quickly before you know this is too long episode because this is just like you know a chill laid back episode and i hope you like these if you want more of them let me know because i will gladly just do chill just talking about you know my experiences maybe talk about my hijab journey all of that let me know but um these questions right one of them was what was like a miraculous sign that you got from Allah SWT that you know was from Allah SWT. Just like what was a sign that you got from Allah? And there's so many to choose from. Like subhanAllah, so many to choose from. But the one that I want to talk about was from this summer and relates to Nigeria. So it's perfect. This one was getting our passports to go to Nigeria. Like 
subhanallah that was a whole big thing because we needed our nigerian passports and getting all of us needed it and getting a nigerian passport was a lot it takes so long to get a nigerian passport so we didn't know when it was coming we didn't know if it was like gonna come at all because we had to go to the embassy to get them and they said they're gonna come like a while after we would have already left you know we already got our tickets for the plane and they said that these passports are gonna come after we left and we tried to like you know bargain with them and we're like please you know please help us out and we didn't know when it was gonna come but we just kept praying to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking him to please allow our passports to come on time you know let it please you know work out perfectly let's, let's just let it work out smoothly we just kept asking allah over and over again praying to hajjud to him and all of that and you know what was crazy was that it was Eid al-Adha, right? And um, we were, you know, Eid al-Adha, we went to Eid, celebrated, have like took pictures, ate, prayed and all of that. And we came home and you know, the celebration still goes. So we put on music, we're dancing. And then we also just went outside. We're playing cards with like me and my siblings, you know, music was playing and our neighbor was there. We're just like, you know, we're just chilling out, you know, it's Eid, we're just having a good time hanging out with family. And we're in the backyard, just sitting in our on our deck and, um, my dad like comes to the back and with this like envelope in his hand with like, like that looks like it came from the post office. We're like, what is that? Oh my God. We open it and it's all of our Nigerian passports. All of them just came on Eid day. SubhanAllah. Like that is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like we kept asking him to allow our passports to come on time to please let this happen because Nigerian passports, they take like almost like seven months, six months, like a very, very long time for them to come in. And me and my brother, my little sister didn't even have our American passports. But alhamdulillah, those were not things that we were worrying about because we got them, you know, we got, we went to order them basically and they were coming in before we left and we were like, we were trusting that my Nigerian passports, they took a while to come in, but we were making dua, we were talking to Allah SWT, asking him please to let it come and you know, it came on Eid day, like that day. And so we all just said, Alhamdulillah, and we all did sujood al-shukr because we know that is from Allah SWT. Also another thing was that whole trip of just going to Nigeria. That was a blessing and a sign from Allah SWT. How, like I said before, no phones got stolen at the wedding. All of our suitcases came back home with us. And it was such, like all of our, like, you know, we were scared our suitcases were going to get stolen. And inside, there were a bunch of like souvenirs from Nigeria, a bunch of gifts, you know, things we want to bring back home. And whenever we were in America getting our suitcases, waiting, waiting for it to come around the, I forgot what it's called. Um, I forgot, but um, waiting to come around that moving thing to get our suitcases. Um, ours were like the first ones to come out. We were only waiting there for like 15 minutes and then we saw one and we saw another and it just like kept coming. We were one of the first people to get out of that place because we got all of our suitcases. And guess how many there were? There were nine suitcases. Nine of them, not one got lost. And we were again making dua to Allah SWT. Ya Rabbi, please let these suitcases not get lost. Please let them return back to us. We kept asking him that, asking him that. And they came back to us. We got every single thing. And the last time my parents went to Nigeria, one of their suitcases got lost. It was very just devastating. It was just sad. And so we were scared it was going to happen again, but nothing happened. Like that's how smooth the trip went. We went there safely. We came back safely. No security stopped, like nothing crazy happening at the security. Everything was just smooth. We made it to our flights barely, but we still made it. Alhamdulillah. We made it to our flights. We came back home. The wedding went smooth. Everything was just beautiful, subhanAllah. So we know that it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know it is from Allah. So I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to go to Nigeria and to experience all of that and for giving my sister, you know, the best husband and just having a whole wedding that is just very different. It's a culture shock. So alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. But um, yeah, so that whole trip, honestly, I think it was a miraculous sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just that whole trip. Now, the next question was, what sheikh do you listen to the most? There's so many, like, I don't know if they're sheikhs or scholars or, you know, any of them, but I'm just going to talk about the people that I watch lectures from, you know, and the thing about me, I feel like it's not even about the people. It's like what they're talking about and like, you know, what I want to learn. So I just like watch a video, but it just happens to be these people. So I'm going to just like name off some people. Um, there's Mufti Mink, of course, Mufti Mink, you know, we all love Mufti Mink. Um, really helpful, beneficial, and all these people are very beneficial and motivating, and they help me a lot. Like I said, remember last summer I started listening to lectures like a lot more. So these people were the ones I'd listen to, and more. You know, I can't even name them off because some of them I don't even know, but they just helped me so much. But one was Mufti Mink, one was um, 
Umar Suleiman, very helpful, very beneficial. One was Noman Ali Khan. Noman Ali Khan was like incredible because he goes through the Quran, dissects every single ayah, you know, even one word and how Allah phrases it a different way and all of that and how it means something else. It's just very incredible just how he does that. There's also, so Noman Ali Khan is one, um, Bilal Asad is one as well, very, very beneficial. Um, Dr. Haifa Yunus, very, you know, very inspiring speeches and lectures that really helped me a lot. And there's definitely a lot, a lot more, you know, that I listen to. But, you know, recommend that to me, you know. If you know somebody, you know a lecture that really helped you, send me a DM, send a reply, help out people, you know, I'll help you out as well. You know, it could, it could be, a, you know, a mutual thing. And inshallah, we could both increase our ilm and then learn more about this deen and, you know, more about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, yeah, those are the two questions that we i got and the questions that i chose to you know answer so you know if you want to be if you want questions to be answered as well please send me a dm if you have any questions send me a dm you know about anything i will gladly try to answer any of them that come my way but just you know you got to put the effort into send it don't be afraid no, i'm not no question is stupid no no question is a stupid question you know any question feel free to ask just ask it away you know send me a dm and all of that feel free to please all right everybody that is the end of this episode it is pretty long but it's just a chill laid back and a shot you got something out of it something inspiring motivational something that'll help you learn and grow and become the best version of yourself I'm so excited to be back, inshallah. This season's gonna be a lot coming. I hope you like this setup, like I said in the beginning, you know, I hope I hope you just like this and I hope you like the YouTube version of it and like, you know, the video version as well as the audio. Let me know, please give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys want, please. Feel free to just tell me, send me a DM on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is at piece of my, at underscore peace of mind 99 and same as my tiktok at underscore peace of mind 99 and my twitter is at p underscore o underscore m 99 go check all those out you know give me a follow send me a dm just you know just check out all of them you know feel free to listen to all my past episodes from season two and season one check them out on spotify apple um apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pandora any any platform that you listen to podcasts to go check them out you know and feel free again feel free to ask me any question if you need help with anything send me a dm on instagram like i'll say it again my instagram is at underscore peace of mind 99 even if you don't have a question but you want to you know send some feedback feel free to just send that i am open to any suggestions recommendations feedback you know even if you want to say oh nice set like any of that or just do something do that i will look into that you know please feel free to do that thank you guys so much for listening i hope you know you now know a little bit more about me and inshallah you'll continue to know more about me as we go on to new seasons inshallah may allah put barakah in this podcast i mean say i mean um thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this like honestly i hope you enjoyed it and i hope it really benefited you um share it to anyone you know if you know someone who wants likes podcasts and listens to one please send it to them because you can get the sadaqah jariya you know you can get the reward for sending it for to them as well um yeah thank you so much for listening i'm so grateful for all of you guys for listening you know to me alhamdulillah I, i'm so grateful to you guys i'm so grateful for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so alhamdulillah 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 thank you guys so much for listening go check out my past previous episodes um especially season two episode or uh, season two and season the finale episode of season two where i had a guest guest come on so i'm going to talk about her story with her son Uwais who had cancer and that whole journey it's so beautiful you might shed a tear it's just a beautiful story and just very motivating so go check that out and check out previous episodes that you haven't listened to as well thank you so much thank you thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys next time